Welcome to our 23rd episode of the Who, What, When, Where, and Why podcast. My name is Kathleen Johnson, and I'm your host today and YMCA Senior Program Director. My guest today is a community member, volunteer, and Kiwanis representative, Brenda Cameron. And of course, our YMCA CEO, Megan Shaheen, is back with us again today. She loved it so many times. The last two times that she's been here, she's just going to keep coming back. So welcome, ladies. Thanks, Thanks for coming today. So today's episode is called Playground Adventures. And um, we're talking today about the new playground that's going in at the YMCA. Um by proceeds from Kiwanis and lots of other things. But before we get to that, I thought I would ask you some trivia questions about playgrounds just to see trivia. if you knew anything yeah. about them, Terrible right? trivia. <laughs> so, <laughs> any idea, ladies, when the first playground was invented? Only reason I know the answer to this is because we talked yesterday. Oh, she <laughs> looked it up. What? 1865 okay. in England is what I found. That is true. 1865 in England. Wow. Um, and then in the United States? Um, Did you go that far? Eight, it's still 1800s, right? Yep. Wasn't it like 1869 maybe? Or I think it's like 1885. Yeah. So oh, Manchester, yeah. England was the first one that I found. And then in the States, and I believe in Boston, mm -hmm. I think um, in 1885. Yeah, I have a little like a picture. I don't know if that's what that first one was, but the little picture there of... This, this one has my notes on it, but this one cracks me up because look how high. <laughs> wow, yeah, back then they had no questions <laughs> about safety or liability, in I can see. In school, it was, it, it was pavement underneath uh, the right? monkey bars and the slides and all of that stuff. It right. So yeah. I will tell you that I uh, got in trouble once when I was in first grade. I know everybody's shocked about that. <laughs> um, for throwing a spit wad in a restroom. And um, I was called down to the principal's office because of that. And my friends were out on the playground. And luckily, Don Willoughby, if you're watching Don, so sorry that I'm telling the story again, fell from the <laughs> monkey bars and broke his arm. I was in the waiting room to meet the principal when they brought Don in. And he was crying. And I got off. Very quickly, <laughs> the, the principal said, I don't know what you did, but don't ever do it again. And I was like, okay. And he was like, go, go back to the playground. Because his arm was like, uh, it was not yeah. good. And yeah. I was like, shoo. Uh, we survived so, as children. <laughs> yeah, the playgrounds, I think, put Better me on the right age. track. Yes. Right there, to a better life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's so high, like some of this stuff was incredibly high. And I don't know if, uh, if what was your favorite thing on the playground? Monkey bars. Monkey bars. Yeah. Oh, I, like I don't know. Day. We used to like to um, swing as high as we could and jump off. That was <laughs> our favorite thing to do. To do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's against the rules now. Um, mine were the tires. Like we had tires and tires and tires in a row, and I like to jump from one tire to the next one to the next one to the next one. Just keep going. I thought that was super fun, but you don't see those <laughs> on playgrounds anymore either. No. So obviously these things are 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 gone. But um, so Brenda, tell me a little bit about you. We learned a lot about Megan last time she was here. But how long have you lived in the community, and what got you involved in Qantas? got me because uh, I've been in the community my whole life so okay did you I'm graduated 60. from here yeah so I've been nice. here for 60 years I graduated over high school in 1981 nice um, I raised four children here now I have Great. four grandchildren and one on the way nice um, yeah. Well, congratulations. What a great community to uh, Megan great. and I aren't originally from here. So you, you're, 
you're it. You're going to be able to tell us the whole uh, story (laughs) of Dover while we're here. Um, What got you involved in Kiwanis? Um, Actually, Aggie Swigert got me involved in Kiwanis. Um, My kids were pretty well grown, and I wanted wanted to do something. I wanted to do something, give back to the community. And Aggie said, well, I'm involved in Kiwanis. Um, She got me involved in lots of things. Yes, (laughs) I bet. Chestnut ladies, that's where I just came from. Um, what was it it's a chestnut society chestnut society yeah i've never heard of that ladies group that is part of kent state um, main campus okay kent and then in 1979 i believe they started the chestnut society down here at the tuscarawas branch so we are just a group of ladies that support the programs at the tuscarawas branch nice Um, we award 500 dollars scholarships to students that attend kent so wow. coming up, we'll be needing to figure out what those grants are for this coming year. But That's awesome. Yeah, so all thanks to Aggie. I got involved in Kiwanis probably 10 years ago. Great, great. A great club to be part of. Um, I think when I researched out Kiwanis, I believe there's about 40 members between Dover and New Philadelphia, if yeah, you kind of merge the two groups. in 2016. Okay. Um, like most clubs, they're older groups, and they're diminishing a little bit. So we yeah. combine clubs and... Um, last year, 2021, last year, 2021, we celebrated our 100th year anniversary of service to the, the community. This Both community. Clubs, yes. Okay. Both so, clubs together. Very yeah. cool. Um, so how did Kiwanis decide that playgrounds were going to be a thing? Because this isn't the first playground you guys have put together. No, this is only, this is second one. And I think Kiwanis in general, like the Ohio District Kiwanis, the uh, Kiwanis International, um, that 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 has grown. The the whole Kiwanis started in 1915 in Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. and since then um, it's in 80 countries and it has really expanded. Wow. So there there are focuses on children. So I think a lot of um, the other clubs do playgrounds because that hits a lot of children. And right. It's a, it's a fun thing for kids to do. So, but as far as us for Dover New Philadelphia Kiwanis Club, this is our second playground. Um, we got started with this because of our 100th year anniversary. Okay. And we wanted to do something meaningful to leave kind of like a footprint for maybe another 100 years that somebody will look back and say, oh, you know, this is what Kiwanis did, you know, to celebrate their 100th year anniversary instead of right. just having a dinner. So, um, <laughs> right. so we reached out to Dover and, uh, of course, the thing Dover Parks, Dover Park, Dover okay. Dysel Park, um, their playground equipment. I played on when I was a child. So it was iconic. It was, it was, 50, it was iconic. It was really cool. Old. Yeah. And it's yeah. actually still there. They, okay. They didn't take it out because I guess since then there's a lot of water lines and uh, electric lines and things like that. So we had to okay. move away from that. So we did a small playground. Um, close to where they they start the um, frisbee golf. Oh, okay. Up there. Okay. Um, Great. So and that one was completed last year. That was completed in 2021. 2021. So okay. Then we reached out to New Philly because we wanted to do something over New Philly Kiwanis. So we went to something sure. in New Philadelphia. And in our community um, needs research of the area, we found that the YMCA did not have a playground. Although you're not technically in New Philly. You are Tuscarawas County. Mm-hmm. So, we can put our toe in New yeah. Philadelphia. So we mm-hmm. thought that would encompass a lot of children. Yeah. With with all of the programs that you have at the YMCA, with the after school programs and preschool and 
just children nice. being there for the other programs that you have outside in the soccer fields and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you started with Tiffany Fox. Now now you're working with Megan. So Megan, yes. what um, what excited you about the project when you heard about it? Like we're like, oh, we're getting a playground. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think that was one of the first tidbits of information that was given to me was we were getting a playground. So that's always good news, right? Whenever yeah. another organization goes out of their way to fundraise so that they can bring something to the community through your your organization, I think that's really special. Yeah, and so um, where where's the wise partnership in this? How does that all work when it comes right down to it? Well, then we're going to mow the grass around. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say they they've done a lot of the hard work, really. Um, You know, from here out, it's just, you know, developing a good plan for how it's going to be used and how it'll be maintained over the years and uh, just making sure that it gets good use. Yeah, because you can't just put it up there like it's got to have there's got to be a plan for all of this. How long does a project like that take? Like, what do you? Oh, my goodness. I actually thought, Okay, so let's start with this. The, The fundraising part of it has been the most um, challenging and sure. um, the longest. I think we've been raising funds for a year and a half. Wow. Um, and that, that came because we had to kind of revamp our project just a little bit. We did not know that we had to meet the state of Ohio regulations for preschools. Oh, right. They can only be on a two to five year old playground, not the five to 12 year old <laughs> playground that we planned to put in. So years of age yes, is what she's yes, talking about. Years not, of age, two not to five year old. The, okay. Yeah children's age yes. yeah um so yeah it, it so, became a bigger project right and, um so we are very very close i mean just really close okay so t- let's talk about that let's talk about the money um how much is this project costing and how far off are you from your goal okay so the total project cost just for the playground um is one hundred seventy-three thousand nine hundred forty-five. Wow. Um, we just got another $10,000 grant over the weekend. I got contacted. So nice. We are within 8000 of that total goal. Wow. Um, and I have a couple pending. So Okay. And so how, if somebody was watching, how would they contact you to give um, you money? They can contact me at um, 330-340-1235 is a cell phone number. Um, if they want to donate directly, you can write a check to Ohio District Kiwanis. Okay. And that can be mailed to Post Office Box 103, New Philadelphia, Ohio, 44663. Okay. That will be tax deductible, and all proceeds 100% go to the playground. Great, great. And we'll have Josh, our podcast guy, um, put all that up on the podcast so that you can get that information and be able to mail that out. But, uh, Megan, what if they came to you? Uh, I would direct them to Brenda (laughs) (laughs) and have them do what she just said, you know, give that through Kiwanis. And then, of course, it's coming right to the YMCA. Yeah. So um, so what I uh, researched out as well is kind of um, trying to find out um, why Kiwanis might have gone to playgrounds for kids. What what do kids learn on the playground? And and I what I found out was kind of interesting that um, you know it's not just large motor skills and activity and fitness that you're thinking about on a playground, but they actually uh, kids will learn confidence, self esteem, resilience, 
on a playground. Um, interaction with other kids, social skills, um, independence, uh, curiosity, which always made me so nervous with both of my kids on the playground equipment over at, Do at, at both Tuscarora and Dover Parks when, we were, when they were growing up. And then just coping with challenging situations. It's amazing to me, and all this information came from the Little Tykes website, just of why you would put a, a swing set or why you would um, take your kids to a playground to actually um, help them uh, really learn um, about their cognitive development and just really get them to become these great kids. I mean, you read that story about, you know, everything I needed to know about life I learned in kindergarten. That's not, it's, it's not pretty true, off. not too far off uh, with playgrounds and um, how, uh, how much they do for our kids. So, and just, you know, being outside and playing, I think it's just such an important thing. This playground also is designed for handicapped children and um, children with autism and any, any other disabilities. There's like sensory um, things that, that um, help them develop their skills and um, uh, little places you can crawl into and crawl through and right. peek out and, and uh, just kind of see things from afar and, and take assessment of what's happening out there. And um, so there, there's, we're, we're very happy with that. We've got um, a very large donation from the Rainbow Connection to put in that turf. Um, nice. We'll make it, make it very accessible for um, most kids with any handicap that, that um, want to play on that playground. And you are putting in a sidewalk that goes directly from the sidewalk, the existing sidewalk, right to the playground too. So it'll be yeah. um, very accessible. Awesome, Megan. Tell um, our listeners where this playground is located at the Y. It is located uh, nearest the Wellness Center. So if you come for twenty four seven access and you're looking at the front of the building, it'll be directly to the right of the Wellness Center. Off okay. of Monroe Street. Off the Monroe Street side. And um, some questions have come up with people as we're posting this to Facebook, showing people uh, of whether it'll be accessible to the community. And so can you um, talk about that? Yes, I always say it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> um, it's, it'll be used for uh, our school-age childcare and preschool. So those are licensed programs. I think Brenda mentioned that a little bit. So we have to have the playground inspected and approved uh, on a yearly basis. Um, and then whenever we have kids that are in licensed care on the playground, no one else is able to use the playground. That's just a rule of licensing. So when that's in use by our kids in childcare, it won't be use, uh, available for use for the public, but it will be available when it's not being used by Y programming to the public. So Brendan, Brenda had mentioned, you know, whenever families come for soccer games or, you know, T-ball or whatever outside, it'll be available for any anybody to go out there and use. Yeah. Um, Brenda, can you uh, tell us a few of the donors that are on your list? Or if you need it, I have it. But uh, you printed them all out? I did mm -hmm. print it all out. Well, so I'll, like let said, you, I'll let you Rainbow Connection yeah, Rainbow was Connection. a large donor. Um, to run through them. It's been so long. Do you want me to take over? Yes. I can take please. over. So the Rainbow Connection, Hugh Frazier Fund, uh, Greenwalt Fund, Dover, New Philadelphia, Aquinas Club, obviously, um, the uh, Moomaw Foundation, Great All, Dover Chemical, Grace Lutheran Church of Dover, Provia, uh, the YMCA, uh, the City of Dover, and then you have private donors, and then you just said you just donors. had an, a new uh, yes. one as well. There's probably yes. more to this list. Tuscarawas County Community Foundation just approved a grant. Great. Um, so you've gotten into grant writing yes. too, like yes, that's been new I for have. you, right? I did a little bit of that years back, but not very much, but 
Yeah, quite a bit most recently. <laughs> so what have you learned most about this project? Like, or just, and what's your next, what's your next goal? What have learned most is we have a very, very generous community. Yeah. Which is something I've, any fundraising project I've ever been involved in, um, I'm just amazed at the generosity of just individual people, local business, the foundations, um, just very, very supportive. Yeah, that's a great community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then what's next for Kiwanis after this one? I don't know. We'll have to, we, we need to discuss this as a board and see what our next signature project will be. I did give them some ideas for some other things. You know, we have a lot of, a lot of space at the Y. I said, wouldn't that be great if we had a splash pad? Yeah. And what, <laughs> Big dreams with, uh, and yes, the we'll have to do it. company is thrilled to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Additions. Yes. Um, so this is something that could be added onto. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of how that works that they can, that, if you're interested in donating more money, um, everything can be added on to. <laughs> Anything can be done with more money. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, so um, one final question for you. Um, what are some other, um, I know you said that you're involved in a lot of things and Aggie got you involved in a lot of things, but what are some of the other things you're passionate about here in the community? Um, anything involving kids and ways to make the community better. Um, other programs, well, let's say, through Kiwanis yet. Um, <clears throat> most recently, we recognized the children at Dover, New Philly, and Central Catholic who achieved a 4.0 academic excellence. Nice. So we have awards for them. So we recently just got all that delivered to each high school, actually on Friday, some part of that. Um, Kiwanis also does a uh, high school scholarship program for kids moving on to college, $500 scholarship. We just awarded 29 five hundred dollar scholarships wow. which are renewable for the four years that, that they attend college that's amazing um, so there's some really big things and i think I, i'm really proud of kiwanis for for what we do in that in that regard to to help kids through through college um other things i'm involved in i'm part of the chestnut ladies which we just talked about and yeah. that that goes to support anything out at the test campus um, i've been on the advisory board with case western um, they have an incident research institute for children's health. A uh, good friend of mine, Mitch Drum, um, PhD director up there in the um, lab, doing lots of research with cystic fibrosis and okay. lots of childhood rare diseases that come in. Uh, they do a lot of research and on medications and different ways to help those kids. So we, as far as a group, have partnered to do things on a more of a fundraising level. Um, a, a lower fundraising level to um, help fund that. And that's immediate money that they can use to um, fund those projects to help kids that are they're suffering. Through okay. Um, so I've been on that for probably five or six years. Okay. Um, I also am treasurer of the Tuscarawas County Beekeepers. So the beekeepers, like, yeah. mm -hmm. like bumblebees. Yeah, mm -hmm. like honey bees. Honey honeybees. Honey honey yeah. That's so my husband and I have about 50... <laughs> Honeybee hives right How now. How many? 50. Mm -hmm. 50. Yeah, and we probably produce about 1,200 pounds of honey a year. A lot of that goes to wow. a few of the local breweries that make honey. Um, I've grown a few coffee shops. Um, I have it honey up at the... Uh, to get in the suit and everything? Do. do you really? Yeah, we do. It's kind of, that's my project for that's this afternoon. That's impressive. <laughs> go check in on the hives. Yeah. And we also wow. raise Belgian horses. 
So that, that's everything I do in my free time. Oh my gosh, yeah, Brenda, you're so busy. Yeah. Big horses. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Have you been a, a horse lover for a long I've time? I've loved horses ever since I was little, but. Okay. Um, you didn't happen to first learn to ride at Camp Tippecanoe, did you? <laughs> we was trying to get a YMCA yeah. thing in there. <laughs> my cousins, we used to ride at their place. Nice. Um, and then years later, we had a few riding horses, and then I got out of that, and then um, Jeff Cameron, and we started raising Belgian horses, and we've been doing that. We have two new babies and two stallions and wow. four mares. So that all keeps us very busy too. Absolutely, that does that does keep you busy. You said you have four children, but Jeff has kids as well, three kids there, and so well, that's a that's a lot of. Do they all ride? Do they come out and ride no. horses at all? No, <laughs> <laughs> we don't ride the Belgians. They're a little big. Ah, yeah. what what? So I don't know. So it, what do we do? Inform with me. Them? Yeah, <laughs> inform me what we do with a Belgian horse then. Um, we, we breed and sell. Okay. Um, a lot of uh, Amish, the Amish community actually still use them for work in the field. Oh, nice. And there's okay. another group of people who um, because of the use size. them with cart size. They can okay. do competitions with, uh, in, in, with a wagon and cart. Okay. Um, no. So that's what we do. We breed wow. and sell them. Um, so how big are they compared to like a Clydesdale? They're very similar. Very similar. They're okay. Two thousand pounds, but Clydesdale—they're wow. all draft horses. Clydesdales, gotcha. um, Bertrands, Belgians—they're all pretty similar. Gotcha. Who'd have thought a playground well, conversation? I know. Well, actually, yes. <laughs> One of my best friends growing up um, had horses. Uh, they were—they did barrel racing, and so I grew up, you know, riding horses with them, just kind of around their property. And then I would go watch them barrel race and think, "You guys are crazy." Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't mean, want to I, ride on them slow, let alone that fast around barrels. So I mean, I had a poster of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just poster. I have a deep respect for horses. I stay on the ground, look at them from afar. <laughs> they have like a really large mouth, and um, they're very. You're very high I, when you sit on them, and so I'm trying. That's going to be one of my uh, bucket things. So I'm going to get better at that, and so or work on that. Well, I'll come out and I'll. Oh, well, I feel Introduce start with something you. a lot smaller <laughs> from what you said. Mm, probably not going to do that. You can look from afar. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, anything else to add? Anything that you're that you brought on? She brought a whole paper. For me. I brought a paper because you gave me all these questions. I did. I, well, I think I covered them all. You did. I did. I, think I got all of them except for my speed round questions. Um, yeah, <laughs> everybody does the speed round everybody questions. Everybody has to do that because they'll we, be fun. They're easy. They're they're super easy. Um, but I just wanted to thank you for coming in and thank Kiwanis for all the work that they've done to get this. If you want to go out and see the playground, it's being installed now. Um, this is a process uh, right now. The equipment is still going in. And then, uh, Megan, give us the rest of the, do you remember it? It's complicated. So it's it, it, you, <laughs> it goes back to the rules. Everything about it's complicated. Yes. Um, so the turf will be installed. Um, so that'll, that'll come in the next two-ish weeks. And then uh, they'll lay posts in for the fence. And then, and once the turf's in, they'll come back and put the fence around it. So okay. there's a lot of steps in the process that, that yeah. we're learning, definitely. But it's gone really fast. Yeah, it does. About how, how much of a process this is. I mean, the money collecting was the hard part. And once it got here, 
Oh my gosh, it moves so fast. And the best yeah, thing ever was so was seeing Brenda on the sidewalk looking at the playground and seeing the fruits of her labor. <laughs> it's so rewarding, I'm sure. Yes. All the hard work you put it in really to see was. it coming up. Because yeah. surprisingly, there is a lot of, like, you have to pick the colors and you have to... I just did an yeah, amazing job with picking that, colors, so. Brenda helped with that too. She's it not giving herself enough credit. <laughs> it was interesting to me. Like you just don't buy. Like hey, look in the book. That's the playground I want right there. Yeah. But like there's, it's like it's a major ordeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we're excited to uh, have one, obviously, at our YMCA, um, and then also to, to just watch um, how Kiwanis uh, starts to unfold this really cool thing in the community. Um, if you want to be part of Kiwanis, certainly get a hold of Brenda um, or you know stop by. Uh, come and attend a meeting. Uh, it's on Tuesdays, Tuesdays at noon at the Senior Center. That's correct. And uh, you'll anytime. see uh, Megan, myself, uh, Brenda. I'm sure you'll see a lot of other faces uh, in the community that you would recognize. But if you want to be part of an organization, certainly Kiwanis would be a great one to start with and to come over and check it out. And they'll get you involved in lots of other things <laughs> um, as they did with Brenda. So Brenda, uh, we always close with a little 10 um Question uh, speed around about Am you. I time? Do you say this? No, speed? no. <laughs> I just speed, speed makes it sound really official. So I'm like, I shoot these questions at you and you have to answer them. Now, uh, last book that you've read? Uh, Louise Penny. Uh, she writes, this is her 19th book. I think it was called A World of Curiosities. Is it like a fictional detective kind yeah, of thing? Kind or of, something? Yeah, kind it of. Is. Ah, okay, I like, cool. I like mystery. Me All right, good. Uh, what's your favorite kind of ice cream? Or flavor? Like a lots of ice cream, but when it comes to mind quickly. Okay, quick, quick, quick. Uh, black cherry ice cream from Miller's Creamery. Ah, mm, yes. Good. We like yeah. to give a shout out to Miller's Creamery, obviously. <laughs> um, what song makes you want to get up and dance? Anything from the 80s. <laughs> good of choice. Course. Yeah. Good choice. Yes. Why would you listen to anything else? <laughs> right? Dog versus cat? I like them both, but I have a dog and I love him. Okay. Do you have a secret talent that will no longer be a secret? I I mean, I think she has tons of them. (laughs) That will no longer be a secret. Like, do you play the accordion? Oh, I can't sing. I wanted to learn to play the harmonica, and my oh. husband laughed hysterically at me. She has a deep need to want to play the harmonica. So if anybody has that talent and can share those secrets with her, let us know. Uh, favorite TV show? Uh, right now we're watching The Diplomat. I know that's not a TV show, but um, I it's just a saw series on, on Netflix. On Netflix. I really mm-hmm. like it. Carrie Russell is amazing. This light likes that. Did you see that? That light. This light likes is that show too. When you say certain things. Okay. Um, favorite sport? Football. Oh, what? Really? See, I I know uh, Grant from soccer. Yeah. One of my favorite stories about Grant, and I'm going to tell this just to embarrass him because hopefully he'll watch it. One day I saw him just go out onto the field, pick a kid up, put him over his shoulder, and and haul him off the field to get the game going faster because he was <laughs> he was hurt. It was one of his teammates, but it was hilarious. Like he he just threw him over his shoulder like it was nothing, and carried this gigantic child off of the field. I was like just happened here yes i love football if i'm doing a a sport myself i love running ah for me individually she's a runner (laughs) oh i don't like to run i mean i run out of necessity (laughs) not because i like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh man uh favorite sports team 
if you have one um browns and the vikings and the vikings football. okay um, yeah the cleveland guardians <laughs> if she has to <laughs> yeah. i don't it's know not if you football. didn't specify sport no no yeah. favorite actor Clint Eastwood and Kevin Costner. Ah, nice. Very good. Very good. And a talent that you wish you had other than playing the harmonica. I wish I could sing. Oh, okay. I'm not a singer. You have to, I've decided that um, you actually have to exercise your vocal cords. So if you think you're not a good singer at the beginning, um, if you exercise them just like a muscle, you'll get better. So you need to... I'm probably wrong about that. I did not read that on Google. <laughs> if you talk to my I maps know, in my I'm car, good. they'd say you're wrong because they'd say I, I've been the same the whole time. But you know, when the music cuts out, when it's telling you a direction, like you have to turn and then you hear yourself, you're like, oh, wow, I'm really bad. <laughs> <laughs> when you notice your sunroof is open. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh man, everyone can hear me that, do that. All right. Well, we have come to a close. Thanks so much for coming. Welcome. I appreciate Thank you. Both of you guys being here. Megan, we'll have to start thinking about what your next appearance is going to be oh wow maybe know. it's a chord it's a harmonica, harmonica night oh there we go <laughs> we'll, we'll practice a bit when she's learned her harmonica <laughs> all right so this is our 23rd podcast it's come to an end remember if you have a why story or want to be on our podcast please email me kathleen at tuskymca.org uh, we can't can't wait to hear from you take a moment to check out our website also at tuscymca.org and follow us on facebook plus share our podcast if you will um, remember next time you see a playground uh, take some time to play you'll improve your day and your brain